Good evening, Island Church. Thursday night, uh, May the 7th. We're so glad you're joining us this evening for our continued study of the subject of sanctification. Let me pick up where we left off in Matthew chapter 20, where it says, And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them uh, that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Uh, we looked over there in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, where the Bible says, You are, you and I are, uh, the temple of the Spirit of God. We talked a little bit about on Tuesday night how, what a wonderful uh, revelation that is when you realize that that, that Spirit was held uh, in the Holy of Holies, in that, in that Ark of the Covenant, the, the Shekinah of God was in that place. But you know, when Jesus died on the cross, the Bible says that veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom, and the Spirit of God literally went back up to heaven. And when Jesus rose from the dead and made salvation av available, that very Spirit that was in that Holy of Holies, that very Spirit that was in that Ark of the Covenant, went right into you and I. And through that Spirit, God desires to do a work of sanctification, a work of separation, which causes us to come out from the world, the world system, and all of the bondage and the lust of the mind and the flesh. Now, another scripture I wanted to go show you is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Let me read it in the King James, then I'll, I'll read it over here in my, in my Passion Bible. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. Now listen to this, for this is the will of God. Man, if the Bible says this is the will of God, it's not hard to figure out. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification. Now this is part of the process of sanctification. That you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. Now, this is speaking of your, your body. Have you ever noticed over in Romans chapter, uh, chapter 12 when it talks about the renewing of your mind? It talks about presenting your body as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Now, here is the place many times in which the major work of sanctification begins to manifest itself in our bodies and in our minds. Now, let me, let me read this in the, in the uh, Message Bible and you'll get a, a little better uh, picture of it. It says, yes, each of you must guard your sexual purity with holiness and dignity, not yielding to lustful passions like those who don't know God. Now, he's talking about here uh, the, the, the sexual sins of the human family. Listen, our, our society worldwide is awash in, in, in sexual defilement. Now, you know, people would think, well, pastor, that really only has to do with, you know, young people who aren't married or, 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 or people who are living these alternate lifestyles of sexual impurity and immorality. Let me just say this. Every person living and breathing on the planet uh, have sexual impulses in their body. God is the creator. He is the one who created sex. He is the one who gave sex its purpose. And he is the one who makes it what it is supposed to be. Listen, God has within the covenant of, the, of marriage, uh, the sexual act or the sexual life and lifestyle. There it is protected. There it is righteous. There it is holy. Outside of that, 
Everything else is immoral and sinful, and God wants you separated from that, whether it's in your physical body or in your mind. Uh, there may be people out there that are saying, oh, Pastor, I, you know, we're so old now. We don't have any, uh, you know, our bodies don't function like they used to, and we don't have any problems with that. But in your mind, you can be corrupt. There's so much pornography, so many, so many uh, movies that are made today, and, and, and commercials. They use, they use sex to sell everything from chivalets to soap. And you've got to keep yourself pure and righteous and holy when it comes to these things because it can affect any person at any time. Uh, to the young people that are part of our fellowship, that are part of our church, listen, live holy and righteous. Uh, live upright before God. Learn, I like what it says uh, here in the uh, 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 King James. It says, learn how, or learn how to know how to possess your vessel. Possess your vessel in sanctification or be separate from the world. Listen, uh, the concept of a, of a young lady and a young man uh, abstaining uh, from sexual activity until they're in the protection of the marriage covenant is laughed at. It is scorned. It is ridiculed. Uh, you're thought to be some kind of ancient dinosaur. But here's the good news. In reality, you are protected you are blessed by the Word of God. God's hand of favor and blessing will be upon your marriage. And one of the great, wonderful, exciting manifestations of human contact will happen on your marriage night. And you'll never regret living a pure life as a young person. Listen, for everybody else, you know the position of life that you're in. Don't allow yourself to have exposure of watch what you look at on the internet and on television. Listen, pornography, uh, all of the different uh, things that you sex for to sell things in our world today, much of it is designed to open a door into your mind, uh, to get you to think unpure and filthy thoughts, and then the perverse lifestyles of the human family. Oh my goodness, we don't want to even get into that. But thank God there is hope through salvation, that men and women can be born again, and through the new birth, a power can go into their temple, into their spirit man that comes out into their mind through the renewing of the Word of God. And as you by faith present your body a living sacrifice, that stuff can break off of you and you can be free from its bondage. You know, I was away from the Lord for 12 years and lived on an, on an unholy life in every area. Uh, you know, uh, you just name it. I don't want to go through all the details, uh, but you name it. If it was pornography, uh, uh, sex out of wedlock, all of those different things, none of it meant anything to me. I was just going to live according to the lust of my flesh and mind. Well, I came back to the Lord. And one of the first places the Lord dealt with me was in this area right here. He said, you need to get yourself pure sexually. And I did. I got rid of material. I got people out of my life that compromised me. And I remember when I was going to Bible school, up on the, up on the Guff Freeway, there was a huge uh, uh, pornographic theater uh, called the Big Apple. And I'd go to, I'd get up at five in the morning. I'd be all headed down the Guffrey. It was a 55, 55 mile, mile journey from my home in Galveston uh, uh, to Lakewood Church. And I would be praying in the Spirit. And I'd been praying in the Holy Ghost about 30, 35 minutes. And I'd get up to this, to this, uh, uh, to this pornographic theater with all of its, you know, all of the advertisement it had. And I would have a fight. And, and images would come into my mind and I was just, you know, it would just torment me. And, and I would sing and I would worship God and I'd do everything I could do to get those images out of my mind. And I remember that, that went on for about two months. 
In late October of that year, I was driving to school, and I guess it was just the unction of the Spirit. We'd been learning about the authority of the believer, who we are in Christ, and I just pointed at that place. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you foul sexual demons that have tormented my mind, I resist you in the name of Jesus. I pull you down in my life. I pull that stronghold down. And I just spoke against that, and I just rejoiced. I glorified God. That was on a Friday afternoon. Monday morning, on my way back to Bible school, that, that pornographic theater, the Big Apple, had burnt to the ground. And what was left of it was hit by a little twister that had spun out of a cool front coming in, and it had scattered the debris all over the area. I felt in my heart and in my spirit, in my mind and in my flesh, that that was my deliverance. That through a literal, physical manifestation of the destruction of that theater, I experienced and witnessed the destruction of those strongholds in my flesh and in my mind. And I guarantee you, it sanctified me. It set me apart. In just a couple of short years, uh, the Lord added a beautiful wife into my life, and we were able to enter into the covenant of marriage, both of us, with a level of purity and healing that only God could give those who have gotten into these things and then been delivered from it. So guard your eyes, guard your heart, guard your mind, what you read, what you listen to. It's not a bunch of do's and don'ts. It's yielding to that spirit that's on the inside of you that is a spirit of righteousness, that is a spirit of sanctification, and you will be free from that in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Don't forget, minister to those around you. Encourage people. Let's stay connected. We are praying here at Island Church for the spirit of unity and the bond of peace. God bless you. We'll see you soon.